fearless, living in a courage culture. What does it take to be a courageous Christian? I want to be courageous in my faith. I want to be a fearless follower of Jesus. Pastor Jack spoke about that in July, about what it took takes to be a fearless follower of Jesus. But what does it look like worked out in our day-to-day life? You know, we come to church on a Sunday, but what does it look like on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? How do I live fearless in my faith? You know, does it look like running into battle like William Wallace? We've got to paint our face and, and run around, you, you'll never take our freedom. Do it, does it look like that, that being a courageous Christian? Or is it something else? You know, we don't run around fighting battles in the natural, but in the spiritual there's, there's a battle. But Paul, I like how Paul talks about this in Ephesians chapter 6. He says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything, to stand. You know, we need to put on the armour of God. But Paul finishes it there, and I believe, honestly, I believe this is what it means to be a fearless follower of Jesus, is to be able to stand your ground for him. Paul said, stand your ground, and after you've done everything, stand. So obviously standing is pretty important if he's going to talk about it, mention it twice here. But have you ever tried to stand, to stand strong when your footing is not strong? I remember, maybe you remember too, back in school, you'd do tug of war and you'd swear you're on a stronger team than the other team, but it's just that you're standing on loose ground and you couldn't get your footing right, so we lost the battle. Or maybe you've been on a bush walk like me and you're you're walking through the bush and and then all of a sudden you, you step on a rock that is not firm in place and you lose your footing and it's hard to be fearless when you're not standing on solid ground. I remember I used to work uh, in uh, two-way radios and I was, we'd go to construction sites and there was one site where a, uh, the safety manager for the site was showing us around and they stepped on a... We were up one level and they stepped on an area where there was formwork underneath but not knowing that the people had taken out the supports underneath. And they stepped on it and went, bang, straight through down to the next floor. It was pretty scary. And they were injured, thankfully they were okay, but you know, it made me very cautious walking around job sites from that point because we don't want to stand on ground that's not firm. You know, I think at times in our faith, we, we live in our own strength. We do things in our own way. And it's not that we're being rebellious or anything like that, but we just get caught up in doing life. That we just do the Monday to Friday. We come to church, we get built up, but then we, we just live in our own strength, in our own thoughts. We want to do things in our own way. We just kind of, God just gets pushed to the side. And it's kind of like standing on a skateboard. You know, these are my ideas, my thoughts, my, my plans, and I'm, I'm just doing things my way. I'm not being rebellious to God, but I'm just, I'm standing on ground that's not solid. And so, don't get your camera out because this could, this could end bad, badly. You could have some good social media. 
But it's like we come to, and we know Jesus called us to stand strong, so I'm standing strong, but then Monday happens, and you know, I get in an argument with my spouse, and I'm getting bitter, and it just, and I'm still standing strong, and then later in the week, I get this bill that's unexpected, and it just fills me with anxiety, and, and I'm, I'm getting depressed, and I'm feeling overwhelmed to have have a disagreement with someone in my relationships and and all of a sudden I find myself I'm still I'm stand I'm trying my best to stand strong for Jesus but I'm way back from where I should be because I'm not standing on the solid ground Ooh, I made it but that's what it's like in life we try and stand in our own strength in our own ways, and yet, and we get pushed around. Life pushes us around. Life isn't easy. And we stand in our own ways, in our own strength, and we get pushed out. And we're not, it's hard to be fearless when you're not standing on solid ground. In Matthew 7, Jesus talks about this. He says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them will liken his. I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the wind blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall." The house fell not because of the rain. Both houses experienced the same storm. But the one that fell had poor foundations. It was standing on shaky ground. What ground are you standing on today? I believe Paul, he was an expert in helping people develop firm foundations. He was a master disciple maker. And in Acts 14, it, kinda, it talks about what Paul did. And it says this, after proclaiming the message in Derby and establishing a strong core of disciples, they retracted their steps to Lystra, then Iconium, and then Antioch, putting grit in the lives of the disciples, urging them to stick with what they had begun to believe and not quit, making it clear to them that it wouldn't be easy. Anyone signing up for the kingdom of God has to go through plenty of hard times. Doesn't sound super encouraging, but that's life. In life, we go through hard times. Life pushes us around. We, get, we try and stand strong, but life pushes us around. We go through hard times. We have trials. We have challenges. And life is just life. Monday to Friday, things happen. We, we get in arguments, disagreements. We have relationship issues, stresses, anxiety. Life happens. Life can be hard. But I love what it said. They put grit on the lives of the disciples. I need some grit on my life. I want to have strength in my, my standing. I want to stand on a firm foundation. So how do we get there? How do we make sure that we're not standing in our own ways, that we're not living skateboard faith, but that we're standing on solid ground? You know, think about it. I, I want to get to a place sometimes, like I want to lose a bit of weight. And, you know, I weigh myself every day and nothing happens. I'm weighing myself. I'm checking. I've got a goal. But unless I make some change, nothing will change. 
What things can I change in my life to make sure that I'm standing on solid ground? That day in, day out, I can stand strong for Jesus, fearless in my faith, because I'm standing on a firm foundation. Jesus said in Matthew 7, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them. I've got to be close enough to Jesus to hear what he's saying, and I've got to be bold enough to obey what he's saying. I believe a fearless follower does two things. Firstly, they're all in. Pastor Jack talked about this in in July, about being only if or even if. Only if things go right, only if it's convenient, yeah, I'll follow you, Jesus. But will we be all in and be an even if Christian, even if things don't go to plan, even if life turns upside down, Jesus, I will follow you. I want to be close to you. I want to hear what you're saying, and I want to obey your teaching. In 1 Corinthians 10, Paul, again, he's challenging the Corinthians in their faith, in their maturity. He's talking about communion. And he says this in 1 Corinthians 10, verse 19, Sacrifices offered to idols are offered to nothing. For what's the idol but a nothing? Or worse than nothing, a minus, a demon. I don't want you to become part of something that reduces you to less than yourself. And you can't have it both ways, banqueting with the master one day and slumming it with demons the next. Besides, the master won't put up with that. He wants us, all or nothing. Do you think you can get off with anything less? Paul doesn't mince his words here. He wants us, all or nothing. Following Jesus is an all or nothing proposition. Am I all in following him? And I love how Paul talks about, you know, they were sacrificing to idols. Now, you might not be sacrificing to idols, but we can have things in our life that we sacrifice ourselves for. We sacrifice ourselves for our career. We give ourselves to things that's not of God. And we're not being evil in that pursuit, but are we all or nothing? Are we all in following Jesus? Are we, even if things don't go to plan, I want to be all in for Jesus. Now, it talks about in Revelation that Jesus' least favorite temperature is lukewarm. I'd prefer that you're hot or cold, it says. I don't want to be a lukewarm Christian standing on my skateboard faith, but I want to be all in on Jesus, giving him my everything. So we need to, if we're going to stand on a firm foundation, firstly, we need to be all in. And then secondly, we need to develop some daily disciplines. What daily disciplines in your faith can you put into practice or are you putting into practice? I believe daily disciplines build firm foundations. That when we have a daily pursuit of God, walking with him, following close so we can hear his voice and obey what he says. Again, it's like standing on our skateboard faith. We just come to church on a Sunday and we try and stand strong, but we don't put things into practice. We just end up living on what we think is right instead of really listening to Jesus to what we know is right. So a fearless follower in our daily disciplines, firstly, they live by his word. John 6, verse 68 to 69, Simon Peter answered, Lord, to whom shall we go? You alone have the words of eternal life. You are our only hope. We have believed and confidently trusted, and even more, we have come to know by personal observation and experience that you are the Holy One of God, 
the Christ, the Son of the living God. This, he said, only you have the words of eternal life. This, this Bible is his words. It's life. It's not just right and wrong. It's eternal life. Life is in his words. But do we value his words? Last night I had the privilege of going to an event with Open Doors and sharing about the persecuted church. And there was a a pastor there from Iran and he had escaped Iran and um, but he came to faith and he was just, he was in tears just thinking about the freedom of being able to carry a Bible here in this country. Like he couldn't, he couldn't walk around with a Bible in Iran because he'd get imprisoned. He was sharing about when he first came to faith, that between him and one, 10 other people, they shared a New Testament. They had one New Testament between 10 of them. And about two days every few weeks, he would get to hold that New Testament. And they'd have to memorize as much scripture as possible. Do we value the word of God? We can so easily just flick open our Bible and I've got 20 versions at my fingertips. But all we do sometimes is just come and hear it on a Sunday and then we forget about it during the week. I want to live by his word, treasuring the morsels, the life that's in here and making it a part of my daily life. Daily disciplines of living by his word. It's like we come to church on a Sunday and we get a beautifully prepared meal of the word of God. Now I pray I've prepared a meal for you this morning to come and hear the word But we need to learn to cook for ourselves. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, do you spend time in his word? How much time do we spend each day on social media, watching the news, listening to the news, reading the news, watching Netflix, and all those things, nothing wrong with them. But do we spend time in the word? Are we being fed in our spirit and our soul? Are we putting daily disciplines into our lives? We end up living on that skateboard, getting pushed around because we don't know what Jesus has to say. We're not listening and we're not obeying. And so, you know, we can have this idea too. Maybe maybe you feel like the Bible is unapproachable. Or maybe you feel like, oh, I've got to read many chapters a day. You know, maybe you, you don't have a daily discipline of reading the Word. Just start out small. Read five verses. Start in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Read five verses and ask two questions. God, what are you saying and what am I going to do about it? It can be simple. You know, I remember when I started out cooking, I'd just cook up some pasta and get some sauce out of the can and put it in. It wasn't very nutritional. But at least it was food. And maybe you can start out simple like that. You don't have to prepare a gourmet meal every time you read the Word of God. But open it up. Make it a daily discipline of your life. And I promise you, God will speak to you. It will change your life. And you'll find yourself standing on a firm foundation, unshakable in your faith, not getting pushed around by life because God is speaking into your life. 2 Timothy 3, verse 16 to 17 says, Every part of Scripture is God-breathed and useful one way or another, showing us truth, exposing our rebellion, correcting our mistakes, and training us to live God's way. Through the Word, we are put together and shaped up for the tasks God has for us. 
I need some putting together. I need some shaping in my life. And the Word of God is the place that I find that I get put together in His Word and I get shaped for the tasks He has for me. So develop a daily discipline of living by His Word. Maybe you're a mature Christian. You spend time in the Word. Read more. Be hungry for more. Study more. We can't get enough of His Word. But allow it to instruct you. Allow it to shape you and make you who you are. A fearless follower stands on a firm foundation. They live by his word. And secondly, a fearless follower listens to his voice. I want to be tuning in to the voice of God. He's speaking. Am I listening? Jesus said it. Whoever hears my words and obeys them and puts them into practice. Are you hearing his words? Are you spending time each day in prayer? Colossians 4.2, devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Are you alert to what God is saying? Are you listening, truly listening? Matthew 6 verse 7, and when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. You know, we, we need to share our heart with God, but Jesus challenges us here, don't just come with empty words for God. Are your prayers empty or full? Are you trying to be heard or are you trying to hear? I want to hear what God is saying to me. I want to spend time shutting off the world around me. Turning on, There's so much noise in our world today, so much distraction. But we need to take time to get in solitude with Jesus, to listen, to hear what he's saying. To make it a daily discipline of following Jesus. In Matthew 6, verse 5 to 8 in the message, it says, And when you come before God, don't turn that into a theatrical production either. All these people are making a regular show out of their prayers, hoping for 15 minutes of fame. Do you think God sits in a box seat? Here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet, secluded place so you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus will shift from you to God and you will begin to sense his grace. The world is full of so-called prayer warriors who are prayer ignorant. They're full of formulas and programs and advice, peddling techniques for getting what you want from God. Don't fall for that nonsense. This is your father you're dealing with and he knows better than you what you need. With a God like this, you can pray very simply. Don't overcomplicate it. I love what this scripture says. Don't make a theatrical show. We're not here to impress God. We're here to meet with God. Just be there as simply and as honestly as you can manage. As simply and as honestly as you can manage. What can you manage? Maybe it's just five minutes. We'll start there. Maybe it's an hour. Start there. As simply, as, an, and as honestly as you can manage. But the trick is, the key is, is to make it a daily part of our lives. A daily discipline of listening to his voice. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16 to 18. Be cheerful no matter what. Pray all the time. Thank God no matter what happens. This is what God wants you who belong to Jesus Christ to live. 
Do we belong to Jesus? Well, Paul challenges us to spend time in prayer listening to his voice, opening up our hearts and sharing with him, but listening to his voice. He wants to speak to you. Are you listening? Every day, God wants to open up his heart with you, but are we taking time to listen? Are we shutting off the world around us and listening to what he has to say? Feel as followers stands on a firm foundation. They live by his word. They listen to his voice. And thirdly, they lift up his name. Psalm 22 verse 3, Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Or enthroned in the praises of his people. When we praise him, he is enthroned in that. In the King James Version, it says, He inhabits the praises of of his people. I want God to inhabit my life, every moment of my life. So if he inhabits the praises of his people, wouldn't it make sense for me to praise him throughout the day, every day? It's like it draws God into my situation. That when I praise him, when I lift him up, God enters in, into my heart. You know, maybe you're facing a challenge throughout this week. Take a moment to praise him. Maybe you're in a disagreement and you're finding this tension at home. Take a moment to praise him. Now, I don't mean just stopping and just hold on while you're in the middle of an argument and then start singing, how great. That might be a bit weird. But we can praise him in our heart. God, you are great. You are wonderful. He doesn't change. Our situations, our circumstance, life can turn upside down, but he doesn't change. Praise him for who he is. Lift him up. No matter what life throws at you, God is good. He is wonderful. He is amazing. He is worthy of praise. Psalm 150 verse 2. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Not praise him according to how your day's going. Not praise him according to how your marriage is going. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. His excellent greatness doesn't change. In fact, I become more and more aware of it the more time I spend with him. And so I want to praise him even more. But maybe you're in a challenging circumstance this week. Take a moment to praise him because he inhabits the praises of his people. Daily disciplines. I want to stand on a firm foundation. I don't want to live with skateboard faith, allowing life to push me around. I want to stand on the firm foundation of Jesus. And when I'm on a firm foundation, I can stand fearless in him. I can take on every challenge and circumstance because I'm on his foundation. I can face the storm. I can face whatever because I'm on the firm foundation of Jesus. Fearless followers stand on a firm foundation. They're all in. And they put daily disciplines in place. They live by his word. They listen to his voice. And they lift up his name. So I want to challenge you. What daily disciplines can you put in place? Maybe you're watching at home. You can think about today how you can spend time in his word. Spend time in prayer to lift up his name. What can you put into place this week? Let's stand. Ephesians 6 verse 13. Therefore, 
Take the whole armour of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, to stand. Stand strong in the faith. Stand strong in Jesus because we stand on a firm foundation. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for your, your people. Lord, that we can come and we could spend time here in your presence together as the body of Christ. Lord, let us build one another up. Let us be encouraged this day. But I pray that you would help us, Lord, to put into practice your word, to hear your voice and do what it says. That in our Monday, in our Tuesday, in our Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that we'd put in place daily disciplines hearing your voice of living by your word of lifting up your name and I pray that as we do so Lord as we draw towards you you will draw near to us speak to your people throughout this week and help us stand strong for you day in and day out in your wonderful name Jesus Amen